Welcome back to another episode of Chappy Chats. It was a good week. A lot of reflection going on during the week and a lot of thinking. Part of that was because, and I don't know the reason, I just was thinking about some old music. And so I started looking for it. One was by a singer called Carmen, and I really enjoyed his music back in the day. And then the other was by an old group called the Imperials, who had a lot of fun songs, and so I looked up their music and was able to find some of it and download it and found myself listening to it throughout the week after I found it. Also, it was a week where I was dealing with insurance. I've been trying to change insurance because I felt it was going up too much, and I usually do an evaluation every year when it comes time for car and auto and home to come do that I look and see what the best deal is, the best coverage, and so I was doing that again, and that always causes just a little bit of, well, extra stress or anxiety because you don't know if you're making the right decision or not, and so that's the kind of week I had, but it was a really good week because, as I said, some of the old music helped me remember some of the old things that I used to think about, and uh, it was good to listen to that music again. And in that, I also went back and listened to some old things and teachings that I hadn't thought about in a long time. And so I was listening to some different podcasts and different teachings. And there came up one that I thought I really wanted to talk to you about this week. And that was a teaching on a parable. The parable And really, it wasn't a teaching. It was just a reading of the scripture from that particular book of Matthew about the guy, in modern terms is how I'm going to put it. He went out, and he needed workers. And he went out first thing in the morning, let's say 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, and he got the people he needed to come to work, and he said, come to work for me, and I will pay you this much money. And then midday, he sent his foreman back in, let's say, and he picked up some more workers, and they went and went to work for him. Mid-afternoon, he did the same, and near the end of the day, he did the same, and there were still people there, and they were like, well, why aren't you working? Well, nobody's offered to hire us, and he said, well, come on, work in my vineyard, my field, or wherever it was he was having them work. It's not real clear on the type of work they were doing. It sounded like they were working in a vineyard or in his fields, and so they went to work. At the end of the day, they called everybody together, and they paid them their wages. And they started with the ones that started at work at last, all the way down to the ones that started to work for the man at first. And those that started last got the same dollar amount that those that started in the earlier part of the day. And by the time they got down to those that started the earlier part of the day, they were really miffed. They were upset. They were kind of irate because they were getting paid the same amount and they had busted their tail all day long in the same field as these guys who had worked for an hour. And those guys that worked for an hour were getting the same pay as they who worked all day long. Now, I know you and I'd be upset about that too, probably thinking, well, wait a minute, I worked far longer, I should get more pay. Well, in reality, they did get more pay because they got paid, let's say, for eight hours. The mid-shifters got paid for four hours. The others got paid for two hours. And the last group got paid 
for an hour if we were looking at hourly wages. But that's not what the man said. He said, if you'll come and work in my field, I will pay you this amount. So I know why they got upset. They were thinking, I worked eight, I worked four, I worked two, they worked one, I should get more. But they didn't really pay attention to what they were told. They were told, come work in the field, I will pay you this. So that made me think about some things that have been going on at work and goes on generally and with the UAW strike, and I'm not going to say whether they should get more money or not. I'm not quite sure they should get a 40% increase in pay and guaranteed holidays and pensions and all this stuff, but they probably should get more pay. But even saying that, I think about a long time ago when I was watching a commercial when the car industry was going through tough times. and. This happened to be about the Ford Motor Company. And the leaders of the company were saying, would you take a $5 cut in pay so we can get back on our feet, so we can get going, and then we'll renegotiate and, and go forward. And I remember this one worker that said, well, you know, I am worked really hard to get to $25 an hour. No, I'm not willing to take a $5 cut. And I remarked to my wife at the time, just hide and watch, in a few months, he'll have zero dollars because that factory will close. And sure enough, that's what happened. Now, why am I bringing this up right now? Well, what I want to bring up is that we need to learn to keep our word and live on our word and not be upset. And if we want to get upset, then we can do what the auto workers are doing. We can renegotiate. We can go on a strike, or even if we don't go on a strike, they have negotiations all the time to renegotiate the contract between the union and the company. We can do that. But what we shouldn't do in life is we go in, we make a deal, and we say, this is what I'll work for, this is the hours I'll work, and this is what I'm willing to do, and then do it. And if we don't like it in the end, we have a choice. We can quit the job, we can renegotiate, or we can just stay where we are until we have a chance to get a better job or another chance to renegotiate. But we really shouldn't just go out and badmouth the company or the bosses or be upset that maybe somebody else in the company is making more than we're making because that's not what they negotiated. They negotiated a different level. Another problem is, is when you're negotiating for a job, be sure that you negotiate the amount you want, the hours you want. Have an understanding of what it is, the job you're going to do. Now, on the other side of the coin, because I've seen this, is that when you negotiate that with the people, especially when you negotiate their hours and you negotiate what they're going to be doing, don't be changing what they're doing. Don't be adding extra responsibilities. Don't be expecting them. And I don't care if you're an at-will employer. When you negotiate in good faith with people and hire them to do a job, you shouldn't expect them to do something else and them not want to get more money for it or to get some kind of benefit because that's not what they came to work for. And so... That story really made me think about that, is that we need to keep our word, whether we're the employer or we're the employee. And if we're not willing to keep our word, we should be ready for people to quit. Or 
get fired because you're not keeping your word to the company. On the other hand, you cannot just get upset when you're getting exactly what you negotiated for. That, that's a no-brainer. If you say, I'll work for this much, I'll work for this many hours, and I'll do this job, then that's the job you should do. And that's what you should expect to get paid for it. So as you think about that parable, and you think about where you are in your work life, I encourage you, if you don't like what you're getting, don't gripe, don't complain to others, don't complain about others, go to your boss and renegotiate. And if they're unwilling to renegotiate, quit. Go do something else or bide your time because you can't afford to quit and look for something else. Something else will come along. You'll be happier. Your company will be happier because they're not dissatisfied with your work and you're not dissatisfied with their leadership. But either way, you either get more money and you're happy or you don't. But don't be griping about everybody else. And bosses, if you hire somebody and you hire them for a job, don't expect them to be doing everything else for the same amount of pay or the same amount of benefits because that's not what they hired on to do. That's just not right. So the parable tells us, be sure we're not overlooking what we're negotiating for. And be sure that we live up to what we said we'll do on both sides of the fence. Blessing, protection, and favor until we meet again.